Good morning, everyone. This is Megan Moore. And Gloria Rogers. And this is the Public Health is Essential podcast by the Washington State Public Health Association. You've made it through the first week of legislative session. Yay! Welcome to week two. Last week was a lot. I know. I don't know if anyone is quite ready for the pace of the first week of session. I found myself overwhelmed quite a few times. Yeah, I was not expecting that. Um, Give us a little recap of the week. Well, I actually think we should bring in an expert to give us a recap on this. I want to introduce our listeners to the Public Health Roundtable lobbyist, Amy Breckenberry. The Public Health Roundtable is a group that WSPHA hosts with several partner organizations, and we work to align our public health priorities. Hi, Amy. Hi, Megan. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to be on your podcast and talk about what's happening in Olympia. I'm Amy Brackenberry, your boots on the ground advocate at the state capitol. So the Washington legislature wasted no time getting down to business last week, the first week of the session. They had their typical opening ceremonies on Monday, the first day, and the governor delivered his state of the state speech on Tuesday. But policy and budget committees hit the ground running, hearing bills and the governor's proposed budget, and some committees have already voted on these bills. The time frame in a short session is really compressed, and we have less than three weeks until the first cutoff for bills to pass out of committee, so it isn't surprising that they're already moving bills. The House has even passed a few bills off the floor and over to the Senate, bills that were carryovers from last session. Uh, Some of them deal with uh, uh, harassing election workers, dual credit programs for students, lot splitting. So um, some interesting issues that the legislature clearly plans to tackle this session. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe they've already passed some things out of the House. So what do you see coming up for the next week or two? One of the big issues that will be hanging over the legislature this year is the qualification of six initiatives to the legislature proposing to repeal a number of the Democrats' top priority policies from the last few years. Because they're initiatives to the legislature, lawmakers have three options. They can either pass them into law, very unlikely, uh, ignore them and send them to the ballot in November, or pass an alternative, in which case the alternative and the initiative will be on the ballot. The six initiatives to the legislature are repealing the capital gains tax, making the long-term care payroll tax voluntary, restating that Washington does not, will not have an income tax, repealing the Climate Commitment Act, repealing police pursuit laws, and requiring parental notifications for things taught in schools. So any legislation about these topics could be considered an alternative to the initiatives. Uh, the House and Senate Health Care Committees heard some legislation on Friday to update the definition of immunization in state law to allow a new product to protect against RSV to be available through the existing Universal Childhood Vaccine Program. Large coalition medical professionals, public health, hospitals, and parents testified in support of the legislation, which is a priority for the Department of Health this year. Other important bills heard this past week include legislation to enshrine our state's preventative services into state law, which is important for Washingtonians if the Affordable Care Act is repealed at the federal level, and a bill to expand access to free meals for students in schools. Some new bills were introduced later in the week regarding high THC products, including one that would limit the sale of high THC products to individuals 25 and over. We'll be following these and other bills regarding regulated substances closely this session. 
Wow, there is so much going on. And that was just like a tiny sliver of everything that's going on in the legislature, but also a tiny sliver of our list. So thanks so much, Amy. We can't wait to hear from you next time. Yes. Um, so I have a newbie question for those of us that are new. Can you tell us what a lobbyist does? That's a great question, actually. A lobbyist represents an organization and they work to influence policy decisions based on that organization's priorities. A good lobbyist is really just a relationship builder. They work to make relationships with policymakers so that their voice can get through all the rest of the noise. There are so many awesome people in Olympia who are working hard and behind the scenes to make sure that health and health equity concepts have a chance this session. And it sounds like with everything going on, bills need someone to help them along the way or else they get buried. Exactly. Exactly. So what is coming up this week? Well, as our listeners remember, the next cutoff that we're working towards is January 31st. The bills will continue to be scheduled for hearings and executive sessions. We've already heard a lot of stories called testimony from everyday people like you and I, and we'll continue to hear testimony until the, that policy committee cutoff. So is there anything special that you're seeing after watching all these hearings? One thing I've noticed, and I think it's really common in a short session, is the number of bills that have companions. A companion bill is when a bill has an exact match in the other body. For example, House Bill 2058 from Representative Riccelli would allow all kids in grades K through 12 to receive free school meals, regardless of if they are low income or not. And this would reduce the stigma to receive a free school meal for the kids that actually do need it. This bill has an exact match in the Senate, Senate Bill 5964, led by Senator Nobles. Many bills have companions right now, like more than half of our list. That's interesting. Um, so what is the point of that? Well, the first is to save time. If bills are heard in each body's policy committees, then when it's time to swap, it'll go much faster. It won't be the first time that the committee is hearing about that idea. And the second is to give the bill a better shot. So if one of them dies, then the second one still may have a chance to keep going. So what if they accidentally pass both of these bills? The people who are leading these bills are always in conversation with each other. So they're not actually working separately. They're working together. Eventually, they will decide that one of the bills will die and the other will move forward. And oftentimes, there is strategy to this. Okay. So uh, how do we know which one to follow? Unfortunately, you have to follow both bills. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's a little bit more work on the part for those of us who are actually tracking bills. Okay. If you're following a bill, make sure that you check if it has a companion. You'll find it right on the bills page on the legislative website, ledge.wa.gov. Okay, so see, this is something we didn't talk about last week, but it sounds like you use this resource a lot. The bills page? Yeah, absolutely. That's where you can find everything about a bill. If you can find one thing on the legislative website, make sure that you can find where the bills page is. 
we will link a short video in this podcast notes for how to navigate the website to find bill information. Once you're there, you'll find links to the companion bill. You'll find links to get email notifications, links to testify during a hearing, all the different changes to the bill, all the summaries done by legislative staff, which is called a bill report, and every link for how you can watch past and future hearings on TVW. So if you know the bill number, you can pretty much find everything you need to know about it on the bill page. Great. And so how do we find bill numbers? That's a great question. There is a great search function on the legislative website where you can find bills based off of topics. You can also find it by following organizations that care about the same things as you. WSPHA is working on posting our bill tracker on the front page of our website. I know I said I would do that last week. <laughs> Thanks to everyone for their patience on that. But once we have it, we will make sure that we include the links to all the bills that we're following. As an organization, we follow bills based on our policy priorities. All sorts of organizations have bill trackers. So if you're interested in protecting children, follow the Children's Alliance for their tracker. If you're interested in hiking trails, follow the Washington Trails Association. Following and joining organizations who align with your interest is a really great way to do less work for yourself. So thanks. Thanks again. Just shout out to our members who help us do this work during legislative session. That's a great point. So what else are we looking for this week? Okay. One thing you won't see happening until later weeks, but it's really important to talk about right now is the state's supplemental budget. The state has a constitutional obligation to make sure that our budget is balanced for four years. So each year they work on a budget to align their spending with how the economy is going and all sorts of other things. Bills that will cost the state will need to be added to the budget to make sure that we have enough money to pay for them. There are other policies that are not bills that we need to make sure that we're advocating for at this time like making sure the public health funding is protected in the upcoming budget. So what's the timeline on this? The budget is the very last thing that's done in the legislative session, but they work on it behind the scenes the whole time. Like they probably started it before session. So we need to be talking about it the whole time too. We'll talk about it a lot more later in one of these future podcasts, but just know that if you're following something that's really expensive, like free school meals or opioid response, then you should reach out to your legislator to tell them that it's important that this is funded in the budget. Yes, that's a great point. So um, can you tell us what else is coming up for WSPHA this week? Yeah, during the third week of session, so not this week, but next week, we have our Hill Day called Legislative Education Day, where a number of healthcare folks and public health folks are going to be on the Hill talking about what's important to us. Um, while that is actually filled up, we do have an event for the people who are registered that is like a what to expect during that day on okay. Wednesday, tomorrow, 3 p.m. Um, you can find all that information on our website. Yes. Okay. Well, it looks like that's all the time we have for now. We'll link some more resources in the podcast description for you to practice this week. 
All right. Thanks so much for joining us this week. You are listening to the Public Health is Essential podcast by the Washington State Public Health Association. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.